Hey, what's happening, everyone? This is Joe Fredericks here with the WTIP Boundary Waters podcast. I just wanted to let you know about something we're going to be doing from time to time here on the podcast. It's uh, smaller clips. They're interviews that are specific to the Boundary Waters. They'll either be from the WTIP radio station in Grand Marais, or they'll be something that's just specific to the Boundary Waters that we wanted to toss in between the monthly podcast episodes themselves. So this short clip is an interview with the Forest Service about uh, motorized use, the use of motors. Uh, of course, you can't use an ice auger that's got a motor on it. Snowmobiling is prohibited inside the Boundary Waters, but we wanted to get some specifics from the Forest Service on this topic. And the next episode will be out uh, of the podcast March 15th, so coming right up. Check out that episode three. Be hearing about the border route trail. Uh, two women from the metro area here in Minnesota that hiked the entire border route trail that goes through a large part of the Boundary Waters. And also, we'll be hearing about snow trekker tents, canvas wall tents that uh, are ideal for winter camping in the Boundary Waters. So, we'll speak with the owner, CEO, and uh, actually, he makes the tents as well. So, he's in Wisconsin. So that's coming up March 15th in episode 3, but uh, let's hear this clip here. This gets you transition through episodes 2 and 3 on this interview. The BWCA Wilderness Act of 1978 requires everyone who enters the wilderness to have a permit and generally prohibits recreational snowmobile use there. Joining us now to discuss snowmobile use in or around the BWCAW is John Benson, the recreation specialist on the Tofty and Gunflint Ranger Districts. John, thanks for stopping by. Thanks for having me, Joe. Always a pleasure to be here. So let's talk about uh, snowmobiles in and around the Boundary Waters, uh, I guess just for some hypothetical context to the conversation. I've been doing some fishing in the Boundary Waters here in 2018 and noticed some snowmobile uh, sounds uh, nearby on lakes that maybe are on the border of the wilderness or on the Canadian border and just wanted to have a discussion about the specifics or even a general discussion about snowmobile use in the Boundary Waters. What's some talking points that we need to be aware of here, John? Sure thing, Joe. Well, First off, it's really important for folks to know where they can and where they cannot ride. Uh, ultimately, it's the user's responsibility to know where they are and where they can legally be. Uh, and in general, snowmobile travel is legal in many places around Cook and Lake Counties on the North Shore. There's plenty of great places to ride. Uh, but because snowmobile travel is legal in so many places, there are kind of like four general rules folks should think about when trying to figure out if their location is legal or illegal. The first thing I'd like to touch on is, you know, if folks are thinking they're in the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness, uh, then that's not a place they should be. Uh, snowmobiles are illegal in the Boundary Waters, with the exception of on the SAG Corridor, which allows travel to and from Canada with snowmobiles. Uh, and possessing a snowmobile in the wilderness can result in a fine of around 150 200 bucks for each occurrence. The second opportunity that I'd like folks to think about when trying to figure out if they're in a legal riding location is, are you on a plowed road? Um, when roads are plowed, uh, they're generally not legal for snowmobiles to ride, and that ties mostly to safety. Uh, 
dual use between vehicles and, and often logging trucks and snowmobiles um, presents a real safety hazard on, on plowed roads. So if you're on a plowed road, um, and once again, there are a couple exceptions like the Greenwood Road, which is part of the Swamper Snowmobile Trail. There's a stretch of that road that snowmobiling is legal um, as you're crossing the road and, and you're sharing the road at, for a little stretch. Uh, the third situation I'd like to have folks think about is... Are they on a ski or a hiking trail? Uh, and that's something that, you know, those trails are designated for a specific use, in this case, skiing or hiking, and, and snowmobiles shouldn't be on those. And, and that is really impacting the recreation resource in those locations. You know, a lot of folks put a lot of time into maintaining these trails for a specific purpose. So whether that's a snowmobile or someone hiking on a ski trail, uh, you know, there's a lot of impacts that come along with that. Um, and the fourth that I'd like folks to think about is, are you in a non-motorized area or something that's designated as such? An example of that would be the vegetable chain up off the Shoe Lake Road in which snowmobiles are illegal in that area. And like I said, to start with is ultimately it's the user's responsibility to know where they are. Not every single location is going to be signed. Um, there are some maps uh, and you can certainly call Forest Service Office to get more information if you've got any questions. And, and we're always happy to work with folks who have questions about that. All right. So in the... Ely area, there's been some headlines that uh, have been made by snowmobile use in the Boundary Waters, even some high-speed chases involved, and it's some things that made headlines across the Midwest. Uh, over in Cook County, there hasn't been that abundance or, or those kind of uh, captivating headlines and storylines and so forth, but do you see or hear reports of much snowmobile use in the Boundary Waters, uh, illegal use here in, in Cook County? Well, certainly it, it does happen from time to time. Um, we work really closely with state and federal agencies and law enforcement to try and figure out those scenarios and, and talk to the folks who are breaking the laws in these scenarios. But we don't see the same patterns um, as they maybe see over in Ely. That doesn't mean that it's not occurring. But it's something that we work really hard through user education and, uh, and trying to um, work with our local snowmobile groups to provide great riding opportunities in other spots so folks can go where snowmobiles are designed to go okay and back in 2015 the decision was made for the uh, McFarland Lake to South Fowl Lake to get that snowmobile trail uh, built and have access there um, how has that been working out these past few years now it's been well, I'm hoping to get up there in the next couple of weeks to see how it's been going this year. We've been waiting for a little more snow on that trail. And, and that was a pretty complex trail and went through many years of analysis and, and collaboration with different groups, such as the Arrowhead Coalition for Multiple Use. Uh, and, and we've been working hard with them to try and get that trail a little more buttoned up. Uh, but with when you're building trails, snowmobile trails by hand, uh, it's a little different method than we're normally used to using. So uh, it's taken a couple years, but it's making progress and, and we're real happy with our collaboration with them. So so yeah, it's possible to ride from the Arrowhead Trail to South Fowl Lake right now. Um, that is a little more technical trail though. And so we would really encourage folks to know what they're doing and have a partner when they're out there. And, and that just goes along with good snowmobile riding safety habits and providing an itinerary for where you're going when you plan to get back and making sure you've got adequate food, water, you know, personal protective equipment, helmets, warm clothes, that sort of thing. Okay. And then the Boundary Waters line would begin on, at the north end of North Fowl. So South Fowl, North Fowl are legal for snowmobile use, but that portage then uh, going into Moose, 
that's where that the wilderness line is there. That's correct. And and once again, you know, it's ultimately going to be the user's responsibility. And those locations are marked on maps, uh, but it may or may not be signed on the ground in every single location. I believe there is a sign up on Moose on the Portage right now. Uh, but once again, signs can come down or weather can blow them down. And, and just because there's no sign on the ground doesn't mean what you're doing is necessarily legal. Folks need to take that responsibility on their own beforehand. And and that goes ahead with, uh, with all trip planning is, you know, know where you're going to go, know where you're planning to be, when you're planning to be there and that sort of stuff. Yeah, sure. And how about uh, so the, the international line, not just uh, the Boundary Waters line itself, which is a, a line that people need to be aware of. Uh, as you mentioned, it's up to the, the rider or the uh, individual to know that line, the wilderness line. And the international line, the same rules apply, essentially, that it's up to the the user to know where that international line is? Yeah, most definitely. And that gets into something that the the Border Patrol really works to enforce. And um, and we collaborate strongly with them and and work hard to make sure folks um, know what is legal on this side of the border. Because there's some stuff in Canada that you can have snowmobiles where you can't in the U.S. And uh, the Border Patrol works closely to to monitor that sort of thing. So, So, yeah, it may not always be marked, but doesn't mean the border isn't there. Yeah, so like on Rose Lake, for example, that's a, a fairly popular and accessible lake uh, for recreation year-round, even in the winter, and uh, you can use snowmobiles on the Canadian side of the lake, but not on the U.S. side. That's correct. All right, and then how about you mentioned this uh, partnership, these, these agencies that work together, the Border Patrol, the DNR, the Forest Service. Is it possible that some of the reports or sightings of people on snowmobiles could be one of these other agencies or, or the you know a government agency itself? It's it's certainly possible. Um, we don't know everything that the Border Patrol is up to all the time or the state is up to, and they're out there to enforce the law, and we're really lucky to have good folks um, in those agencies really working hard to kind of help keep people safe and protect the resources. So, so certainly there may be situations where... Um, or an agent has to go in and do some law enforcement within the wilderness. Uh, it's it's generally not something that we would do unless there is a pressing case that they're chasing after. Um, but yeah, just because there's tracks going into the wilderness doesn't make it a free-for-all for everyone else to get in there. All right. Well, uh, any last things you would want someone to keep in mind if they're thinking about uh, snowmobiling near the boundary waters uh, in here in 2018. Sure. Well, like we've talked about, is is just making sure you know where you are. Um, that's a big thing, and and keeping your snowmobiles out of the wilderness um, is a is another thing that folks really need to know about. Um, I'd also just like to put a plug in for uh, for making sure that they've got good safety stuff going with their personal protective equipment. Uh, make sure they're a qualified operator. Uh, make sure their snowmobiles are properly registered and licensed. Uh, and then just know some of these difficult spots. And, and also, you know, along those lines, like I said earlier, uh, there are a lot of great places to ride in Cook County and Lake County. And that's really due in part to a, a lot of collaboration between the state of Minnesota, the Forest Service, uh, and a lot of local clubs. You know, we've, we're really lucky to have groups like the Cook County Ridge Rider Snowmobile Club, the Lutzen Trailbreakers, the Superior Timberwolves, state of Minnesota, Voyager Snowmobile Club, all those good clubs that work hard to maintain these good riding opportunities. And, and yeah, just ask folks to kind of know where they're going, when they're going to be in and out, and, and make sure they've got an itinerary at home. All right. We've been speaking with John Benson. He's the recreation specialist on the Tofty and Gunflint Ranger Districts, talking about snowmobiling in and near the Boundary Waters Canoe Area Wilderness. John, thanks so much for your time. My pleasure, Joe. Thanks for having me.